When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, y'all, man. Y'all back with T-Rail, man. I got a special guest here with me. I got my boy Casey Veggies in here, man. Yes, sir. This really, really is special, man. I consider I you uh, uh, definitely a Los Angeles icon, man. man. You know what I'm saying? A landmark in the game out here. A lot of people respect you. A lot of people still love you. Appreciate that. Um, Appreciate that, bro. Talk about it all the time. Um, and I'm just happy to have you here. Um, you feel me? I'm happy to have you here. My Still honor. doing your thing. You it's know what I'm saying? Honor. Yes, yeah. sir. I it's love it, man. It's to be here. You already know, man. You, you reached out. I was like, damn, it's, it's finally that time. I told everybody. I said, Trail, hit me up. It's time to do the No Jumper interview. Talk yeah. some shit. You know what I'm saying? It's been a couple years. So, yeah, and I, I reach out that. to, you know, I reach out to people I feel like, you know, I can have a conversation with or yeah. I can speak to or, you know, at least something I can have, you know, some got a substance. little bit of comments. <laughs> yeah, and, and some substance. You know? yeah, and some we substance. got something to talk about. We got yeah. something to talk about. I can, I can I, ask you a couple things. There's a lot of speculations going on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can get into it. Because <laughs> if you speculations at this table, this table like, crazy. Now I be hearing yeah. my name getting brought up, man. Oh, you know your name was getting brought up for sure at this table, for sure at this table, nah, man. Nah, it's all good, though. Well, what's up, man? How you been, man? man? Just cooling, man. Just working. Staying busy, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, I'm still out here, still going crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just, just ready to keep making history, for real. Keep um, pushing the culture forward, you know, like inspiring the youth, inspiring the young, the youngest out there grinding to... Um, you know, to want to do something different and want to uh, be creative and push the, the whole generation for it. Yeah, you know? you've been doing this for a long time, man. And and it's just like you started you started at a very early age. And I really love your story. I, I really love, like, what you had going on, what you was doing before rap. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And even while rapping, you know, as a youngin', you feel me? Mm-hmm. Like, doing your thing, like, playing sports man. in school. You feel me? Like, yeah. all while rapping, traveling, and yeah. doing that shit is like... But, you know, one thing I like when I bring people here, you know what I'm saying, just like you, like you was talking about substance, I mm. like when you going through that L.A. shit and, you know what I'm saying, you you skip the gang-banging thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it skipped over you. Like, somehow yeah. you say, you know what, I'm going to have enough courage. I'm going to have enough heart. You feel yeah. me? I'm going to be thinking for myself. Yeah. I'm not going to do this shit. Man. You know what I'm saying? No, that's 100 that you took notice. Because a lot of people, they be hollering at me. They, they know, like, man, Casey cool. He be on some good, good vibes, good energy. Like, he do music. You know, he ain't on that negative, like, energy. But, you know, I didn't been around it. You know, it's all around me. And they be like, how did you not end up? You know what I'm saying, taking that route. But luckily I was playing sports, like you said, you feel me? I was just doing music, like skateboarding. I linked up with Tyler the Creator and we was like fifteen and we were just on a different wave, you know what I'm saying? But you know, I respect everybody everybody that had to do what they had to do to, you know what I'm saying, to grow up and come up in the city however they had to. Some people was born into it and they had no choice. You know what I'm saying? So me, I had a choice, so I just decided to, you know, take the take the more positive route. You know what I'm saying? Cause you had good parents though and shit like that. For you sure, feel me? Mom, sure. great parents. Everybody yeah. had a you know I got great it. profession. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I, I was going to ask you too. I'm like one the one one reason why his, his ass probably uh, didn't game man because his his daddy was a cop. <laughs> yeah, my dad was a cop when I was young too. When I was like then when I was like two years old, three years old, four years old. Then by the time I was five, six, he was already over like done with it. He been he been through a lot with that. By the time I'm like six, seven, he was um, bodyguard for Jay Z, mm-hmm. for Suge Knight, um, Nas, Tupac. He did body, he, he did bodyguard work for all these these legends. You feel me? So it's crazy. Like it's a whole story. I got hit by a car when I was seven years old in yeah. Inglewood, California, like in front of my old apartment building. When I got hit by the car, my dad. I, I think I told this story on maybe on No Jumper once, or two, maybe. But he was literally in the car with Jay Z when I got hit. So what? In the limo, they was in Hollywood. So he had to jump out the car, and rush to the hospital. When I was, I was just, I was young. You know what I'm saying? Running, running home from the uh, liquor store. 
how yeah. was that though living with crazy. pops in my like what kind of structure was that like living in there like with a cop was he like oh nigga just really own you well, or actually, what um i was young like when, when my mom and my pops lived together they only lived together till i was like five mm. by the time i'm like six i'm already living with moms but i was still going to pop's house all the time like i didn't live with my dad but he was in my life like all the time you feel me took him taking me to practice school all that but i lived with moms so that's where I got hit by the car at when I was walking from mom's crib. Yeah. Yeah, Pops was doing his own thing at that time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, man, you was doing your thing, man. I, I, I want to start really here, man, and with something that really bothered me in Los Angeles. And you got this little narrative over your head that uh, our future kicked your ass out the group. And I'm like, I was like, yeah, like, yeah, I mean, it's all type of narrative. Yeah, going I mean, on. yeah. Like, like the whole, really? all the niggas kicked you out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I don't want my boy to have, I want that shit to be cut yeah. right here, yeah. right now. And you know what I'm saying? And let niggas know, like, that ain't how I went. Nah. And Tyler didn't really do you At like all. that, man. No, nah, me and Tyler, we still, you know, we still locked in. Like, Tyler on his own wave right now. And I, and I respect it. I love what he's doing. But um, when we started, yeah, we was a family, like a, like a brotherhood. It wasn't even a group yet. It was just like homies doing music together. He like, bro, I got this idea. I Future Magazine, man. I, I want to do music and, you know, turn it into something. It ended up turning into a real group, and, and it blew up. And I salute the whole vision. Um, I had my own brand called Peas and Cares International. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Keep in mind, I grew up in Inglewood. You know, I went to Crenshaw High. I got people on this side of the, of the city. Then I got my skateboarder homies on this side of the city and, like, all my people that's in the streetwear. Mm -hmm. So I'm, like, double-sided when it come to all that. So it came to a point where I was playing basketball and I was doing my thing. So I wasn't kicking it with our future all the time. Even I had my own, yeah. you know what I'm saying, schedule of what I was doing when I was younger. So people start feeling like it was a disconnect in between us. But at the same time, Tyler asked me like, bro, you want to be, when, when, um, when he first started blowing up with the first single, like Tyler was asking me and even Haji Beats reached out to me. He like, you want to be down with the um, with our future still or with you, how you want to do it? Like they gave me an option. Yeah. If I wanted to like still talk be about down. that, because you you know a lot of people yeah. and a lot of kids you know feel like oh you left or you know niggas was big headed yeah. or these niggas kicked you out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nah, you gotta let motherfuckers know. I'm still on his like two of his projects after he blew up. So it's like if mm -hmm. I if I just left and it was a disconnect, we wouldn't even be doing music after he got signed. You feel what I'm saying? We still kept doing music. You know what I'm saying? I'm on Earl. Me and Earl Sweatshirt just got a gold plaque together. Yeah. A lot of people don't might not know that, but um. Me, Earl, and Vince Staples got a song called Hive. It just got certified gold. So, um, you know, I got real like accolades with our future, and I, I appreciate them for, you know, all the all the camaraderie we built. You know what I'm saying? Even though it's been like times where it seemed like we don't talk, which we don't. You know, everybody be on their own lifestyle, own thing. But, but just you being you, you know what I'm saying? You got live and grow. Like you got classics under your name. I say yeah. you got you got about two classics. You got live and grow. You got sleeping class. Like you got like yeah. these are two like staples like yeah. in Los Angeles. Like, if I ask any of these Life niggas changes. in here, Life, yeah. yeah, even at that age, sleeping yeah. class. Like when I went now, back I and listened kid. to it, yeah. and I was like, damn, you feel me? You yeah. rapping like that or yeah. whatever? And I can see why Jay Z yeah. wanted to go, you know, yeah. meet with you or whatever the case mm -hmm. may be. But a lot of people will forget. You mm -hmm. feel me? And you, you got, you got people like the this young nigga in here named uh, Dijon. He came mm -hmm. in here with that report card. Yeah. And and he was tearing your ass up. He was talking you know? shit. <laughs> he was, and I but even on Twitter, even on Twitter and here though, he was tearing your ass up. So I need shit. to know. Yeah, he was. He, you know what I'm saying? He, you can only get so much off of Twitter. You can only get so much yeah. out. So now I can tell you what really yeah. happened though. And I don't even. I'm not even mad. Like you know, yeah. what I'm saying I ain't no mad rapper. Like running around trying to fight the bloggers and shit. Like <laughs> yeah. that ain't even my style. You feel what I'm saying? Like. It's all love. Like, he doing his job. I'm doing my job. But really what happened was he reached out to me to do a cover shoot for his mm. magazine. And what happened was I was running around. I had a lot going on probably that day. We re we scheduled it for one day, then rescheduled it for another day. I don't remember how it all, like, rolled out. But long story short, that day that I was supposed to pull up for the photo shoot, it literally slipped my mind. Like, you know how you got a thousand things you think about? You worried about rollouts and studio sessions, everything else. It literally slipped my mind to pull up, and I felt bad. The next day, I think I realized I missed it. I think bro was already, like, off me, like, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I go 
I go on Twitter like a week later and not even realizing he was mad. I'm thinking like, I'm thinking we was gonna reschedule the interview. You feel me? Just like regular human shit. We just gonna reschedule, bro. It was a mistake. He really took offense to me missing his missing the shoot, which I understand. He take his blog serious. I take what I do serious. You feel <laughs> what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's like, don't, don't go on. <laughs> I should go on Twitter. You was just reaching out to me like, we homies. I'm a fan, bro. I fuck with you. I grew up in Inglewood. He's come to find out he went to Inglewood. He was talking about Casey in the special leg club. I'm like, shit, oh. your ass up. He's saying, he saying this, <laughs> When that nigga hit you with the, you was in special like, I fell on the floor. I'm like, bro, are you crazy? I'm like, bro, I'm an honor roll student, bro. I got accepted to five colleges, bro. Are you crazy? I had a four point, damn near a 4.0 GPA, like everything A1. That nigga said that nigga was outside the bungalows, man. That nigga had me crying. He don't know. I was a TA. I was a TA for Miss Quinn class. I think think she might have taught special ed. I was her assistant. So I'm like, maybe he just think he funny. But he was spying on me, bro. When I'm in high school. He was getting at you. I don't even remember him. I don't know. I don't really yeah. remember him from high school. He said he know me from high school. I'm like, bro. But at the same time, it's all love. But I'm, what I'm telling you is, he got mad about the. I mean, missing the interview. I go on Twitter, right? Yeah. He he sneaked this in me to a fan on Twitter. So that's when I hit him. I'm like, man, I'm tired of like niggas acting like. I'm finna get at you. Yeah, I'm finna get back at you now. You talking shit on Twitter about yeah. sneak dissing me, but you was just trying to interview me and do a photo shoot with me for your cover shoot. So what part of the game is that? Mm-hmm. It don't add up. Like I just don't like when people when people in the industry not genuine. I've been doing this so long, so when people are not genuine, it just it strikes a certain nerve. But at the same time, I didn't take no offense. Like bro, just you know he did what he did, and then when he put out a report card, he gave me a good grade. So I'm like, it's back. Like he he respect what he, I'm doing. He need obviously. that cover shoot. You feel me? Yeah, he wanted the cover <laughs> shoot. I mean, we can still do yeah. the cover shoot. <laughs> he need that cover shoot. It ain't shoot no hard feelings. Look, bro, we can still do the cover shoot. Yeah, it ain't no hard feelings, bro. Reach out to me. I can turn your blog up. You can help turn me up. We can do some cross promo. It ain't no. It's all good. Man, you know, and I love the the love y'all had between uh, you and Dom and uh, Nip and like you know the love and the camaraderie you guys yeah. always show each yeah. other, man. man. I love that. You know, what I'm saying that Dom will always be reaching out and doing shit with you. Yeah. Like that shit is love. Like, it's like you, a real. Yeah, I'm listening. No, nah, yeah, but yeah. how do you meet them niggas? Like, man. When I was like 15, 16, just being a young nigga in the city, like I'm, I want to do music. Like I, I decided I wanted to do music, and I just started reaching out to niggas. I, I found out about Dom on MySpace. Yeah. Like who is this nigga? Like Lamert Park. Like I'm listening to his music. I'm like this nigga cover art hard. I'm like this nigga got got some sauce going on over there. I'm like what's up? Yeah. I was a fan of Bro Music before I met him. Then I then we reached out. Um, he started hearing about my music. I started going crazy. Like I dropped my first tape. And I started putting my music in people's faces, like running around the city, dropping off CDs here, dropping off shit there. So I single-handedly, at 15 years old, got these niggas' attention. Like one day my brother reminded me, Nipsey was driving down the street off La Brea, and we flagged him down. He was in the two-door bins. Me and my brother was walking home. Was it gray? Like the gray one, the silver one. Yeah, he in the silver joint. I yeah. got my CD, and we like, bro. Case, my brother like, yeah, this Casey Veg. My brother rap. I'm like, I rap, but he like, yeah. He like, I'm. He like, I heard about. He like, bro. I actually, I heard about you on the net, bro. Blah blah blah. So when I was 15, dropping my first tapes, bro was catching wind of it. So before I even met Nip, he heard about me on the internet, and then I was just a young nigga in the city that that was killing the music shit. So they all like, kind of like you know, brought me in and, and, and was showing me mad love. And then uh, me and Dom started doing music. Once we did CDC, did yeah. that song CDC with Hit Boy, then the rest was history. Like the whole city knew what time it was after that. Hey, yeah. cause you look, you went on tour a long time ago. You brought Travis Scott. I don't know if niggas ever Man. noticed that. Shit. See, I ain't bringing Travis to that. <laughs> Scott opened up for you. Mm-hmm. I don't know how close y'all was. I don't know what a, what, what the deal was, but yeah. This nigga opened up for you. But one particular show, this nigga brings out Kanye West. Yeah, yeah. like. How Crazy. the fuck that make you feel? How, how the fuck you go like yeah. come out after that? It was legendary, bro. Like was I, you I sitting remember, there watching that shit too? Like damn. I remember that night, like before the show, like it was the PNC. It was called the PNC XX tour. Yeah. So that was me and Travis just like joining worlds. Um, shout out Sycamore because Sycamore introduced me and Travis in New York. Uh-huh. He brought him to my hotel room. He like I got this new producer, bro. He signed to Kanye. He like I want you to meet him and rock with him. You know what I'm saying? So. Boom, I met, I met Travis in New York at the Yotel. We came back to LA, Travis came to LA, and we just was rocking with each other heavy. Like, you know, we performing, we doing songs together. 
I go to New York, we did a song called Up. That was one of Travis' first songs he ever released. We started going crazy, and we did a tour together, eight city tour, like a West Coast run. We just introducing bro to the West Coast market, you know what I'm saying? Like this is yeah. his first run in the West Coast, like he getting his feet wet. You know, he from Texas, he was already killing shit. They already knew about him in Texas, but on the West Coast, he was still like new, you know what I'm saying? So. We brought him on the A-City run and we went crazy. Like we got a whole vlog on on YouTube called the uh, PNC XX Tour vlog series. So people don't even know, but this shit got, it got views, but like people yeah. can go back they and do They need to go research. back and look at that shit, bro. You know what I'm saying? Go back yeah. and look at that vlog. No, man. that was That's legendary. Crazy. Like I got a lot of respect for Travis. You know, we did a lot of crazy shit together. Like, you know what I'm saying? In the beginning of our careers, um, you know, I saw a lot of, a lot of uh, upside in bro as well, a lot of potential. So one day he like, yeah, bro, I'm bringing Kanye to the LA show. I'm like, you lying, you ain't bringing Kanye to the LA show. Like, yeah. I just brushed it off, you feel me? We backstage chopping it up. And then next thing you know, we get to the LA show, El Rey Theater, this is the last show on the tour. Sold out, the whole tour was down there sold out. Like this young nigga doing, like young niggas, we was on some legendary shit. But whole tour was sold out. Next thing you know, I'm backstage getting ready to do my show. Keep in mind, Kanye my favorite rapper, bro. Like, you feel me? I'm 18, I'm 20. He going back I'm then. like 20 years old at the time, 19, 20. And Kanye my favorite artist. So keep it, this shit was like surreal, bro. It was like an unreal experience. I literally felt like, after that show, I felt like, nigga, I made it down there. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, what, what happened was, bro came out first, he brought out Ye, the crowd went crazy. Next thing you know, I'm, I got to close the show out. So I'm thinking, how, how in the world am I performing after my favorite rapper, after Kanye West? Like, it's like You had to close that shit out, dog. So I come out, and keep in mind, Kanye stayed. He's he in the back watching me about to come out on stage, bro. So this is like the craziest feeling. I'm like, this nigga staying for my show. Like, I thought he was going to perform with Travis and just and, leave and, 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 and dip. Yep. And, um, he was with my dog, too. Um, the world's uh world's God's messenger, my nigga Tracy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Tracy brought him to the show. Shout out Tracy. <laughs> Shout out Tracy. He's I still real, he still be out here thugging too. Tracy a real LA legend. He literally yeah. brought Kanye, just them two, to my show. No security. Yeah. Like like real legend. I'm gonna have shit. to get Tracy up here. Yeah, you know? you gotta, I'm gonna have to hit him. Yeah, he he really that shit was crazy. Like so boom, um Kanye stayed watching the show. They the homies was telling me like he was vibing to your shit, he was feeling your shit. Like I did this one song, Toe Tag. They said he was going up to it. And then um, yeah, I, I think before I went on stage, this a dope ass moment was um backstage. Kanye was uh, he was up there, Travis was up there, we was all back there just chopping it up. I come in there, I shake Kanye's hand. I'm like, what up? I shake his hand. He like, ah, he like, damn, bro, I just he like, I just messed my hand up, bro. He like, he like, my bad, and he did he dab me up. And I was like, that shit just was crazy. Like somehow he just had <laughs> fucked his hand up and I shook his hand a little too hard. I hurt that nigga hand. That shit was crazy though. But it was just all that shit was just like down to earth. Like, you know what I'm saying? And just to see bro, just like regular human shit, like the way he pulled up, it was a dope, dope so You experience. got two legends. You got one watching your show. You pull up to New York. One, you playing songs for him. What was the first song you played for Jay-Z? Just the, the first one you knew, you was like, man, this might go hit. I don't yeah. know if he gonna fuck with it or not, but yeah. let me see. I played, um, it's funny you say that. He, was, he played me some songs first. That's the crazy part. He played me um, Otis. Yeah. Um, the songs off Watch the Throne. He was working on Watch the Throne at the time with Mike Dean in the, in the hotel. Um, he played me that. And um, a song, the, the song he got with Frank Ocean. And uh, he was just explaining that the songs in the album is about ancient kings and how they used to get beheaded after, mm -hmm. after their time on the throne. And he just explaining the, the depth and like the deepness to the, to the lyrics and what he really trying to tell people. You know, the shit that people don't really notice he's trying to say. But wait, what he really trying to say? So I'm like, damn, I'm like that's dope. So I, I'm like, what I'm gonna play, bro? That's can like equal up to this type of like death. So I played him a song called "Hear Me Screaming," and it's on Sleeping in Class, the album you yep. was talking about. So I played him that song. Then he listening to every verse. Then the last verse was about my grandma. It was a whole 16 bars, like dedicated to my grandma that passed away. So when he heard the verse, he's like, damn, bro. He like that verse was crazy. He like. He like the way you went into detail and really like express yourself about your grandma. He was like, that was that was that was super dope. I'm like, bro, I appreciate that. Like, I'm nervous sitting there, like, damn, this nigga Jay Z telling me yeah. something about my lyrics and like my song and like how I did it. I'm like, damn, that's crazy. So I play him another song that's like more more of a fun song that I did with Hit Boy. It's called I, I Be Over Shit. 
So at this time, that was like a new saying that I had came up with with my homies. And we had all my fans saying that shit, like, I be over shit. I be, I be over shit. Yeah. So I played it for Jay. And I'm like, I don't know if he gonna feel this shit or not. Next thing you know, the song come off, he literally saying that shit, like repeating my song, like, I be over shit. I be, I be over shit. And that's when I knew, I'm like, damn, this shit really is catchy. Like, you should know be like, nigga, why you ain't gonna put no verse on this shit? <laughs> We just had chopped it up. He playing music. Yeah. It was a quick meeting. He literally flew me to New York. I missed two days of 12th grade at Inglewood High. Mm -hmm. I missed like two or three days of school. The, the principal wrote me off a letter. I'm like, I'm going to meet Jay-Z. She like, cool. She like, go do your thing, follow your dreams. And I went out there and it was like literally the quickest meeting. Like I did that long flight, but it was like a couple hour meeting, but it, it was a super long flight back and forth to just go do like a, yeah. couple hour meeting but it was it was a lot worth it it was definitely worth it and after the meeting he was like yeah bro he like let's put something together he like he like let's do something damn like he, like he didn't say like i want to sign he you ain't never that. hit you back though no nah, we um i literally like he honestly i was supposed to sign to jay-z right when i got back graduated high school i could have signed to jay-z but mac miller reached out to me i was just gonna ask yeah. you about that too Long and mac miller you was doing that thing you was going on tour with him yeah like how close were you you know what i'm saying even after I'm saying y'all went on tour and did music. Yeah. Cause like, how did like him passing away affect you? Man, him passing, that shit, it really did. Like, it fucked me up for sure. Like, it almost like it took me longer to. It made me drop music. Like, you know what I'm saying? Cause I hadn't dropped in that time. I was going through stuff with my my business and like stuff I was figuring out with the music, just being in the game since a young age. And then, you know, me and Mac had a crazy special relationship. Like, just from going on tour. And meeting a rapper from another whole another city, but the way he embraced me, mm -hmm. like bro was going crazy at the time, sold out shows. He didn't even need no openers. He didn't need to bring nobody out, but he always made sure to show love to the next artist and bring the next artist out to his platform and introduce his fans. So his fans welcomed me in with open arms. Like my followers, when I went on tour with Mac Miller, my followers went up by like a hundred thousand. Damn. Yeah, I mean, Literally. man, every every like, like every little like little section, man, or every little years or decades, few years, man, you you always, you know what I'm saying, you getting in there with people you know and fuck with, man, you stand with legendary motherfuckers, like, yeah. and you got a lot of stories to tell that people really don't know, like, yeah. and you told this one story that was stupid, crazy, like, you was like, D Smoke was my teacher. Yeah. And I did a song with that nigga. I was yeah, like, crazy. nigga, what? Like, like, that nigga was your teacher at Inglewood High? At Inglewood High, yeah. I shot the Sleeping in Class cover. I tell people this shit. I shot the cover for the album in his classroom. Like, bro, let me shoot the cover. I'm like, bro, I need to shoot my album cover. He like, yeah, bro, go ahead, do your thing. Like, he was super supportive of me back in the day. We doing songs. He like, man, I do music. Like, he telling me about his mom, a gospel singer. Yeah. His brother, who was Inglewood Sir, that signed a TDE. Damn, I, that I got, was his brother? That's his brother. You don't know that? Damn, that's crazy. That's D-Smoke brother, bro. Like, you feel me? I got songs with Inglewood Sir when I was in 10th grade, 11th grade. He's on my Sleeping in Class album. On the song Loved and Alone, Inglewood Sir is singing on the background. I didn't even feature him on the song because he wasn't even, like, super trying to be an artist at the time. He was just doing pro producing and, like, singing and writing. And people don't even know. Oh, he wasn't really trying to rap yeah. and shit. Like, he wasn't trying to super be an artist at the time until yeah. he signed a TDE, then he came out as an artist. But he was just, fi you know, finding himself with his music. But just the fact that I linked with D-Smoke, he introduced me to his whole family. Like, I used to do music with him on the weekend. He used to tell me, like, bro, you know I'm not supposed to be kicking it with my students on the weekend. Like, yeah. he, he like, I ain't never been this cool with one of my students. Like, I'm hanging out with you at my crib. We doing music on the weekend. He like, but I rock with you, bro, because he like, I see your vision. He like, you really hungry for this. He like... He, he always tell me that, like, like, you always really wanted it, you know what I'm saying, even back in the day. So it's a song on YouTube, me and D Smoke, like 10 years ago, when I was still at Inglewood High. He was teaching. He was, like, one of the youngest teachers at the school. Like, I salute, bro. Like, How was, did you, like, feel when you seen that nigga? Like, damn, bro, I'm blowing up. Yeah. That was my teacher. And I seen him on the show. He told me he was doing the show. I'm like, yeah, he going to win it. I'm like, I knew he was <laughs> going to win it. Like, I just knew it. Like, bro, rapping in Spanish. He been rapping in Spanish when I was in high school. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, dude is a genius, well, what, bro. Like, what year was this? Like, I graduated 2011. He was my teacher in 2009, 2010. Damn, 12 bro. years ago. No cap. Like, Man, that's crazy. He was my bro. yeah. I grew up so my he was my Spanish teacher. Bro taught me a lot of Spanish too. Like I was going crazy in Spanish, but 
Like, nah, bro, a genius, though. I salute, bro. Yeah, like, he, sure. he definitely inspired me when I was young. And I think he definitely a great, um, a great, like, role model for, like, young kids coming out the inner city. You know, we need more D smokes out mm -hmm. here in the world for sure, for sure. Yeah. So when you 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 let off your last, uh, I'll say that when you was you were signed to Atlantic, right? I was signed to Epic Records. Epic. You know, I got management deal with Rock Nation with Jay Z. Uh huh. So I was telling you that I ended up getting off the tour. I was supposed to sign before the tour, but I went on a three month tour with Mac Miller. Once I got off tour, we signed a management deal with Rock, with, uh, Rock Nation. Mm. Then I signed a um, distribution deal with Epic Records. So yeah. how is it like being? from a bigger label and then, you know what I'm saying, doing it on your own? Um, I came up doing it on my own and I created like a crazy wave. Like we had Peas and Cares International. We was moving like a label really. Like we had our own store, own clothing line. You know what I'm saying? I had a store by the Beverly Center when I was 19 for five years. We doing all this like independently. So when I got signed, it definitely pushed me to a higher level, I feel like it made me more famous. Like no, like no doubt about that. It made Not me more notoriety. Yeah, more notoriety. I got a couple of plaques. My name got more worldwide on the radio. But my, what I was already doing was already special for sure. Like people tell me that all the time, and I already know that. Like, they labels can slow you down sometimes. Like they don't believe in. Do you feel like that what slowed you down? The the, the label or um, being independent? I mean, I think. After I dropped my first album, yeah, the label, you know, they they slowed me down a little bit by not giving me that chance to really show people what what I was capable of. Like, if I give you a gold plaque that's about to be platinum in another single that's top 40, Urban Radio, y'all should be like, this kid is actually good. This is his first album. He gave y'all great music. The, the album got over, almost 100 million streams. So how does this kid not get another budget for another album? Like, it's kind of like something happened at the label where people got promoted other artists get signed and it's like politics like yeah, in the there NBA. was something there with you that i felt like i felt like a decline or we just didn't see you yeah and it was like what was it in the middle was yeah. it the label like what what the fuck happened like because you got niggas that's how niggas bring you up yeah. on a report card and shit you feel yeah. me like because niggas they kind of really don't see you yeah yeah i think it's just me waiting on them to drop music like literally they'll make you wait i'm like i got a whole bag that i could put into marketing for this album why would i rush drop music, make them mad. Now it's like, it's gonna mess up my whole play. But me mm -hmm. waiting on them, it's like they tricked, not to say they tricked me, cause I appreciate the label for what they did for me. And like, it definitely changed my life. It gave me opportunity to really follow my dreams on a high level. But you know, when it come down to the business and the politics and how they really will, not necessarily shelve artists, but they make artists wait too long. And you know, I already had my way of going. I could have just said, you know, you know what, I'm gonna do me. Like, fuck what y'all talking about. I'm just, what, what year was that? Like, 2015? This is my album dropped 2015. 2015. Yep. And you know what? Around that 2015, that's where niggas was becoming legends. Yeah. You before got Kendrick. Before changed. Before all you know this what I'm saying? Q. Shit. You like, before nigga, all the antics Dom, and TikTok. Like, before all that. Like, you was those hot. Those We was, was hot before classics. TikTok. We was yeah. hot before all that shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, it's just different. It's just um, going a different way. I went on tour 2016. I did 150 shows. It's 365 days in one year. I did a tour with Chris Brown, European tour. I did a tour, Snoop and Wiz, High Road tour, mm -hmm. Dom Kennedy tour, Big Sean tour. I did all these tours in 2016. So I was working. I'm promoting my album. I'm, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, radio tours. The label, it wasn't even me, bro. Like, it's, it's really deeper than rap when it comes to, like, artists like me not getting the chance I deserve. You know, you know what I'm saying? So, But I'm going to keep fighting for artists like me. You know what I'm saying? Keep putting up that, that yeah. fight and showing you we're we going to always prevail and we're going to make y'all feel crazy for not believing, you know what I'm saying, in the first place. You think that backflip song, you know what I'm saying, kind of ignited it again? Like, I you mean, know what? That was my it. first mainstream hit, but, like, I got a whole fan base that wasn't even feeling that song. Like, that what? was a Bro, that was a hit when it come to L.A. That's a legendary L.A. song. Oh, God. It's a classic. Like, they still playing it to this day. But I, I feel like I created a wave. Like, I'm so versatile, bro, like, I could do the hip hop shit. Like I got fans that love me for my rap shit, samples, no fun. Like, you know what I'm saying? But when I do the secular like 100 BPM shit for the clubs, I had a whole nother fan base of people that's like, what is that? Like, we not used to you doing that. So I'm one of them artists like, I wanna do everything. I can't let nobody put me in a box. Like, you know what I'm saying? So some artists, it, it can hurt them by not like staying in their lane. 
mm-hmm. staying and sticking to what they do. Like, I'm not good at just sticking to one thing. Like, I'm good at just doing it all. Like, you know what I'm saying? I got my own sound, but I can't be like Drake. Like, Drake could give you a introspective rap song. He'll give you an R&B song. Then he'll give you a fun, you know, super hit song or, or a stadium song. Where you be recording that now? Um, you got I record, your own shit? Yeah, I've always had my own studio equipment. I know how to record myself. I, I didn't got good at that over the years, but I record all over um, a couple different studios. Because you know um, L.A. is small in the motherfucker. Yeah. Like, but like, Casey Veggie's over here, over there, over yeah, there. Like, I was going to tell you, you know, the name, but I'm like, and, I ain't uh, Casey Veggie, that motherfucker got shot up the other day. The and job. I'm like, come on, God, this nigga Casey Veggie studio got shot up. I'm oh, like, no. never. No, that's what they were saying. They said something like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had a studio in Inglewood. I used yeah. to. Like, it was in Inglewood. It was just too much going on. Too many different people. Like, I'm trying to show love. See, yep. Open the doors for all my fellow artists from yeah. the city. But when you're trying to do that in L.A., you got to, you know, there's certain ways you got to do it. And and you kind of affiliate yeah. yourself with different motherfuckers. And yeah. then here we go again. Like, I'm showing love. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I went to Crenshaw High, Inglewood High. Like, you ain't going to see too many kids come out of L.A. that tell you that. I went yeah. to Crenshaw ninth grade in Inglewood. So I'm like best of both where I just know everybody. Like I show love to everybody. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm neutral is what you would call it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, and, you gotta watch yourself for sure. Man, your brand is is really crazy. And um I was like, man, this piece and care shit, just the colorways, the whole design of it, is like I'm like, this mm. shit is like it's beautiful. Cause you know, I was doing the last thing, yeah, a last, last king, king thing. But your shit just in a hole. When you look man. at it, like I know it could go somewhere. Man. Like I know it could yeah. skyrocket. But you to was, the, to you the was moon. A, yeah, you can take it to the moon. Yeah, but you, you you one of the first people that that um, called wind to the brand. Like you you been supporting the brand since day one. Yeah. Y'all reached out. We did a collab. Even after the whole situation with Anwar happened, and people thought I backstabbed him and all. Yeah, that. I want to ask you like, about that because it, there again, again, we got to cut this narrative out. So you and Anwar, you know what I'm saying, don't yeah. get along. You didn't fuck Anwar over. <laughs> you know All what I'm this, saying? these yeah. niggas making shit Anwar up. Anwar <laughs> got to go his separate way because, yeah. you know what I'm saying, you on bullshit. Yeah. Then we see Anwar all, you know. Doing he carrots. Yeah, he doing carrots. carrots going he up, Nordstrom's. Huh? Yeah, he everywhere. <laughs> and then we got my boy. That, that don't get no credit, huh? <laughs> right Who, here. How you, so, think, how you think all this happened? Like, I mean, nah, it's love, though. It's love. So like, what happened with you was and a, him, though, for it real? It was a bad narrative because... We was all good. You know, we went to South Africa. I, I had the Puma deal. Me and Anwar go to South Africa 10 days. We everything good. Yeah. We doing meet and greets with the kids. We inspiring the kids in South Africa, peas and carrots. We got a whole movement going on, like a whole brand that that we got we got thousands of kids that's looking up to us at this at this time and they still do. But what made me mad is that Bro had plenty of chances to just talk to me as a man. Like, bro, I don't like what's going on with the brand or or it's just a lot of stuff going on. I want to do my own thing. Like, you could have easily just hollered at me straight up, man to man, and we could have been cool, squared away. Me and Josh, you know, was getting, me and Josh P's had our differences. Like, we we used to have yeah, a Josh, too. We, we used to bring him heads. up, too. We was a pyramid. Yeah. We was a pyramid, like a team. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. But we used to butt heads. So it was like a little bad energy. Imagine young kids. We, we going on worldwide tours. We signing million dollar record deals, trying to figure out the right way to do it. So it's mm-hmm. friction. It's, it's a lot of big business going on. You know what I'm saying? So we need business managers. We hired my cousin as business managers to help us organize our, our brands. Keep in mind, I'm pushing this brand peas and carrots for two years and I make $0 off the brand. I'm doing it for, for the team. You know what I'm saying? We got an investor. He put money into the brand. We got a store like this, this going crazy. We so doing- you got store merch. Website, you made no bread for two years. Two years, just because they're telling me we're we're we're, we're, we're trying to meet a quota, we're trying to make a two hundred k mark, and then from there we're gonna start making money. I didn't, I wasn't mad at all. So how did Casey fuck anybody over? How did Casey backstab anyone? So this happened. This all seven years ago, shit. But it's still shit that gets popped up, brought to my office. Always shit gets brought to my desk, like every it, like not all it's the carrots, time, but like peas and carrots, and it's you, like, <laughs> yeah, like so you gotta tell them. You think feel me? Carrots, like people be tagging me and his stuff, like yeah, carrots, Casey. I'm like, bro, yep. that's not even my brand no more. Like, and I'm not mad, and I wanted bro to win. Like you know what I'm saying? I always wanted everybody to win. That's always been me. So I was always confused. Like, why is y'all? doing all this backstab, going behind my back shit now. So I used to think they both was trying to like win off of me. They was trying to step over me to like get to where they were trying to go. But at the same time, we all helped each other. So 
it ain't no super hard feelings. We all help each other to get to where we at. You know what I'm saying? Bro working at Amazon, bro doing his brand. He collabing with everybody, but he's doing stuff that we were supposed to do together. Yeah. You running with a brand, you doing stuff we supposed to been to do together. You you running with connections we created together. And then oh, so I'm you the felt like that, he was feeding off your name a little bit? But like we fed off each other. But it's like, why can't we have talked about that? Or why did you go to our Instagram? He goes to our P's and Carrots Instagram and posts a statement that I don't know who helped him write. We didn't talk about it eye to eye, but we never really got to a full understanding of what it was, why he did that. Mm -hmm. He never could tell me what I did to him that made him do that or made us separate. So I never understood that, you know what I'm saying? But people coming to me like I fucked him over. Because why? Because my uh, business manager f formed a trademark that had my name on it because we I pay for everything. I'm the CEO of the company. Yeah. On the performance sheet when it comes to profit, Anwar's 50%. I take 20%. I give Josh 20%. We get a designer a percentage. And the investor, I don't want. I'm not greedy at all when it comes to the clothing brand, and I wanted him to win because this is this was our vision together as a team. So I just want people to be clear on that. Like, I ain't never do nothing to fuck nobody over, be greedy. Like I, I always rally for everybody to win. Bro never could just come and be a man with me and holler at me, man to man, or he rather go to a post a paragraph on our our Instagram with our fans that we created together and try to frenzy some shit up and make people choose a side. Yeah. And then, then three, four years later, you just doing your brand, you doing your thing, but you don't want, it's nothing to talk about. You don't want to talk about nothing. Like, yeah, we talk, we'll see each other, but it's like, it ain't genuine to me. I'm waiting on us to have a real, you know, genuine conversation. Like, so you, you know guys what I'm saying? still haven't sat down really, man, and had that one-on-one, -on -one, you feel me? Like man to man and just, and squashed it all out. Cause you, cause you really still don't understand that shit. I definitely don't like. I feel like he fucked up a lot for the brand, like my brand and what we was doing. Like the all the kids that was looking up to us, he had them confused to where I didn't even respond, bro. People was telling me respond. Some people was telling me don't. I never responded. So guess what? When you don't respond, motherfuckers start thinking you the one that was wrong. I was just being a bigger man. Like man, I ain't even gonna address this shit. Like you know what I'm saying? I'm doing music. I came out with backflip. The next two few weeks later, still dropped a hit, still dropped my album on my own with no management. This, this, this is my creative directors we talking about. These two niggas was like my team. Like we had other managers with Rock Nation, but this was like my internal team that we talking about. I lose these two dudes as my creative director, my day-to-day -day manager, and then I had to create my own shit. I had to do my own shit from that point on. So it was just like, I like nah. I don't forgive them for that. Like I don't. Yeah. I haven't forgave them for that yet. Like you know what I'm saying. Like it's hard to just say yeah, I forgive y'all, but it ain't no bad blood. But it's just like y'all need to y'all need to we speak up on it. Are y'all gonna speak and keep it real and say what really happened, or y'all gonna keep letting people think what they want about me as an so artist or as a person? Yeah. You feel me? Yeah, your brand already in Norris, bro. You doing your thing now. You got your family. I'm happy for you, but. Like, like, don't let people smut my name. Like, he know that. He know I kept it always solid, always did it all I mean, for the homies. I mean, because I feel like the Anwar thing kind of put, like, the nail in the coffin for motherfuckers to be like, all right, so. Honestly. It's, it might be Casey because, you yeah. know, it, why, honestly, bro, why, why everybody kind of surpassing you a little bro, bit? Like, I your peers. Like, like, I feel like it fucked up my relationship with Travis, Tyler, and Mac Miller. When that happened, they felt like they didn't know what was really going on. I couldn't, I didn't really, wasn't talking to them at the time, like. I'm doing my own shit. I feel like niggas start choosing sides. Like I'm like, bro, you got niggas choosing sides. You putting statements out that your lawyer helped you write or whatever you got going on, and you ain't reached out to me. And I'm supposed to forget about it five years later. So you think that initial situation really fucked up everything? Your relationships every, with everybody? Nah, it, I feel like it played a part in just certain friction, bro. Like I didn't talk to Mac for months before he died. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That shit wasn't that shit wasn't cool. Like, and I feel like that played a role in that. So I just got a lot of like regret with that whole situation but at the same time we still pushing forward like i just love what we had going the brand the, the movement you know what i'm saying and like, it's still alive the peas and carrots international brand like i'm dropping a new collection real soon i literally took a step back from clothes like i'm like i'm gonna do music i let bro run with the clothes and do his thing but first off that shit is hard 
don't never stop that shit. Yeah. The, the colorway, the whole little army print, the the orange yeah. and the green, the nah, whole we gonna, we gonna take it to the mix moon. up is ridiculous. We've been designing, bro. Like yeah. we've been working. Don't uh-huh. never ever stop that because yeah. I would not. I'll take that shit and I'll be right next to in Norris yeah. was right next to his ass. You feel nah, me? Like until y'all talk, they told me do a new brand and I'm like, yeah. bro, I believe in this brand. Like, bro, yeah, I like, mean, y'all just gotta talk and you know hash yeah. that situation out, man. But don't ever stop what you. I'm do, just speaking on my behalf because I never really spoke on it. Honestly, yeah. on this type of level, like, you know what I'm saying? I didn't did Breakfast Club, and I held my tongue. Like, I'm like, I ain't going to talk about it. I show love. I'm like, I ain't even going to say nothing. No, you got to talk about that it because right now- That shit got over 200K view. I you still the scandalous nigga. Yeah, because yeah. I ain't saying nothing, because I'm sitting here quiet, being humble. Yeah. I'm like, I got music. I'm Casey Reyes. I don't got to re- respond. Sometimes not responding will give people their own chance to come up with their own assumption. You feel what I'm saying? Well, where do you find the motivation, you feel me, like to keep doing this shit and keep doing music and keep doing clothes when kind of everybody like that was in your circle when you came out kind of like surpassed you a little bit? When you say surpassed, what you mean by that? Just kind of like got a little above you in their career. Who, who got above me? I'll say Q. Out there when you was doing your shit, Q. Q-Schoolwork, Q, yeah. That was like, we all started Y'all together. Y'all all started together. Tyler, like, like and they, they kind of yeah. like above you a little On bit. Me. They kind of like, yeah, they, you know, Tyler's, Cause you supposed, be, you supposed to be, you supposed to be up here with them. I'm Cause a, you started I'm, here with them. My peers is all legends. I'm, I'm, I'm in a plan. And I'm you competing with legends. I'm competing with, with, with sharks. Like you know what I'm saying? Like they threw me in the water. I had to go get it in. You know what I'm saying? I might not be mean, multi-million follower, whatever people see as yeah. surpassing or whatever people see. As, Cause when you look at numbers, when you look at number, no other young artist from LA has done what I did independently or like as. By himself, without an artist signing them or without a person putting, a, you know what I'm saying, a budget behind. I, the shit I've done, bro, has never been done. So I can't say nobody really necessarily surpassed me. You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't create a legendary guidelines to be an independent artist. And people didn't told me, like, bro, I watched what you did and I did the same shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I created a blueprint. So, yeah, my numbers, you know, I'm, I'm working. I'm out here grinding, trying to get the... 20 million monthly listeners <laughs> yeah. on Spotify. That's what everybody look at. To. You got to have your Spotify monthly listeners up. If you're an artist, <laughs> you ain't got no monthly listeners, they not going to pay you. <laughs> nah, for real. But there's niggas out here getting paid that don't have as many numbers as me. Mm-hmm. What's that about? Shit. Why is motherfuckers getting, you know what I'm saying? But that, I'm happy for everybody, but it's it's politics. They'll try to box you out. But at the same time, you can't box out. And then greatness. how do you compete with that new sound that, you know, L.A. always kind of switch up a little bit, man. And then you have a new sound here I, and there. And that, do nah, you be really, trying to get in there with it? I mean, really, I'm on some rap shit right now. Like, I'm about to get back just lyrical rap shit. Like, I'm doing, like, my smooth hip-hop rap shit, fly shit. Like, shout out Mike and Keys, my producers. You know, they always push me to, like, take the music to another level. Like, don't don't take, take the easy route. They always say, don't take the easy route or what everybody else doing, like, Really show them what you're capable of, cause they know like everybody I think in the game know what I'm capable of when it comes to rapping and lyricism and writing songs and expressing yourself. I'm one of the best, you know what I'm saying? When it comes to young kids doing that, and I'm one of the, I feel like I'm one of the best. You feel me? So I don't think it's gonna be, you know, it's never been a problem to to like remain relevant or keep my sound alive. Like I think. My flow is just special, so. Yeah, that is crazy. Like, I feel like it's hard as fuck to remain relevant. You feel? I feel like you can come out, you can do a hot song, you yeah. can get it, you can, you can do it, but how do you keep it? Yeah. You feel who, me? Who been in the game 15 years with you no, never me? worked a job, never worked for no man, but like, then paid all his bills off music. Except pops, but, but he, but, <laughs> but he's not relevant, or he's not. Yeah, he's not popping. What is what is popping then? Yeah, if I could pay all my bills and I ain't never worked for nobody and I off music, what is popping? I know, right? I've been popping. I'm never, never fell off. And you, know you never saying? got really got into like I be seeing a lot of motherfuckers into drugs, into selling <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying? Doing drugs, sibling, and doing all that. New Casey really- Veggie's weed strain coming soon. <laughs> yeah. New collabs coming soon. We dropping like five strains. Oh the, yeah. The legal right. way. The legal way. Oh, are you dropping five strains? You gonna nah, be everywhere got, though? We got collabs coming. Yeah, we going crazy. Damn. Might but- be in cookies. Might yeah. be in all the biggest shops on the West Coast, you know. Yeah, talk about yeah. it, man. Talk about what's new, man. What you got coming new? You know, though. it's a lot. I mean, I'm really on the fashion. Yeah, beside anything negative, man. We on positivity. Yeah. You know, I got my my clothing line. I got my since y'all forgot EP. My new project dropping next week. Um, since y'all forgot five songs. 
Got some dope Five ass, songs? Yeah, I got some dope ass features on there. Um, Man, leak one. Just leak my one. My new single dropping tonight, Royalty. Royalty featuring Dom Kennedy, produced by my dog Ray Real, Mike and Keys. So shout out Dom. I got him on the project. I got RJ, Mr. LA on the project. RJ, shout out my dog. Yeah, uh, RJ was Kaylin just in here the other day, man. I got Kaylin for real, for real on the project. So we just been working, man, just on some LA shit. Um, I got my new collection, Peace and Carrots International, dropping um, real soon. Um, I got a new NFT coming out as well for my new project. Um, man, talk about this NFT. NFT. Do, you, do we really know what this NFT shit is? You're going to have to sell me on Man, it. I got it. Because I ain't sold nah, on that shit I got yet. A, I got a business partner that's, okay, that's okay. like, you know, I'm, I know what's going on in the gas prices and it's just, it's just you know, it's just business is what it really is, but it's just um, thriving in an internet space. That's all it really is, making money, thriving in an internet world. But um, yeah, I got some business partners that's super dope and some people that's trying to partner up with me that did some collabs with some big people in the game and I'm excited about that. Um, I think it's a lot of avenues I didn't really, you know, tap into that I'm ready to tap into right now. But yeah, just shows, music, clothes. How your relationship with Hit Boys? Flows and hoes. No, I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. You still got a relationship with Hit Boy? He's still there? Uh, yeah, that's my brother. Hit Boy, yeah. we just talked. I actually, I'm like, Hit Boy, let's do the project. I'm like, you done with the Nas project? Y'all just won a Grammy. Now it's time to, you yeah. know what I'm saying, show him what that young spitter from LA can do. You know what I'm saying? So I told him, send me the beats. He like, he like, I'm gonna send you some beats and we're gonna we gonna work Man, on something. Man, everybody probably hitting this. Yeah, but me and bro got classes. Crazy. Everybody been hitting them, but me and him <laughs> been made classes. We made a song that that Kanye and Jay-Z, they use after us. Two. So me and Hit Boy, we what created, was that? Uh, CDC. Let's talk about it. That's crazy. CDC created the energy for Hit boy will tell you he he said it in interviews before like that was the same beat that they used for like click or like one of them big joints that Kanye mm. and Jay Z did then he had to remake the beat and it turned out to be something else but yeah like that beat and that song sparked the energy for a lot of shit you know what I'm saying that people don't know about but yeah so well because this like if you was in that studio with Jay you think he was listening like I'm gonna take this shit nah like nothing like that <laughs> or even like, even like the boy yeah. like even like like. I don't know if people know this, but I made the song The Boy with Hit Boy. Yeah. And Drake was supposed to hop on the song. Drake was supposed to do a feature. But he never ended up doing a feature. The one thing led to another. But me and Drake always, you know, we showed a lot of love to each other. Like, even earlier in my career, bro came out to Fairfax, pulled up on me and Anwar one day just to come show love and reach out and let us know, like, man, I'm rocking with y'all. Bro, he invited me over for Super Bowl. And ever since then we just been kind of locked in but we kind of you know we don't talk as much everybody doing their own thing yeah but um he heard my song the boy and then next thing you know he played the song uh i guess hit boy gave him the song he played it in the club in chicago when he was djing so next thing you know, I, I go on the internet one day it's like drake plays new casey veggie song in the club in chicago while he's DJing. i'm like what the fuck? i'm like how did he even get it so i hollered that hit boy i'm like damn that's crazy next thing you know Drake starts calling himself the boy, the boy. Like, oh, so he got that from you? But I'm not potentially. Potentially, he got it. It ain't even matter. You know, I so it kind of went that way. Okay, it's all good. Like, it, whether he did or not, it's all good because it was dope. I thought it was dope. I thought it was yeah. ill. Like, I don't know if he. Was, I don't know if he feels that way. But I was just like, damn, how did this all plan pan out? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, but I'm like, it's dope though. Like, we both calling ourselves the boy. <laughs> Champagne, like, my he, nigga need that verse. He man. ran with it. He went crazy. Nah, Drake went crazy with that boy. The boy. He took the boy to another level. But it's for sure. I've been doing like I've been doing this the boy shit. And they know that. It's 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 track record. It's dates and all that. When the song came out, yeah. When the song was supposed to have Drake on, he was supposed to hop on it. He played it. And next thing you know, he's calling himself. But I think it was dope. I, I don't think it was like he took it from me. No, I ain't one of them guys. Like inspiration comes from everywhere. Yeah. Bro inspired me a lot. A lot of shit like the the comeback season tape, all that. Like yeah. we, I think every artist in the game can admit that we all get inspiration from each other for sure. Man, right now, who you banging right now? The younger artists. Um, shit, it's a lot of uh, it's a lot of young artists coming up out the city. Um, Just give me a top three. Who you banging in the whip? Man. It's so random. Like, I switch to an artist from the Bay and then switch to some new niggas Bay from LA. Bay artists be going. I just be different cities. Like, I got, I fuck with Detroit. Got dope artists. LA got some dope artists coming up. We we going crazy right now. I got my boy Monty Coolin in the building. 
Yeah. Shout out my dog. Shout out Barry Gordy in the building. We just all chilling. I got I got a whole camp of people that I came up with that you know what I'm saying that I that I rock with that you know they can they can call on me for something. I can call on them. But you know what I'm saying I think I definitely like showed a lot of love to artists out the city. Um, yeah, New York got a few artists that I rock with. I can't really name drop an artist in particular, but I can yeah. just say I've been I rock with a few artists from a certain city at once. And, you know what I'm saying? It just be going up. So now, what you think? You know what I'm saying? What you What do you think you got to do to take yourself to that next level? Because you still, I feel like, you still got to reach that that one. Like you don't have to, but it's yeah. there for you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's there for you to go get for sure. Yeah, that's that's dope that you said that. I be I be I still believe that. I'll be like, man, I'm gonna be bigger than I ever been. Like, I yeah. feel like J. Cole, like the Jay Z's, they didn't get, they didn't catch their real win in the music business till what, 27, 28. I just turned 28. So I've been in the game since I was like, I got signed when I was 18. So it's been a minute. Like, people are like, yo, what is he doing? He's been in the game a minute. So that's why people can say, like, what is he gonna do next? But I think for me, it's just like locking in musically, because I never wanted to be like one of them guys that had to go, like, do something crazy on TMZ to get famous or like go slap a nigga or something or like go date a, <laughs> yeah. a R&B pop star or something like, or go find me a Rihanna or something. Like I ain't never felt like I had to be one of them guys that needed to do that to in order to get attention. But like they'll tell you now, like music is like, music business is like, like 20% music and like 80% gimmick. Gimmick or like antics or like, what type of chain you got on or like how much you shining or what your algorithm is. But it's just about me. For me, it's just consistency. I think me staying consistent, I can take over the whole world for sure. Yeah, how much, how important you think that image shit is in the rap game? You, do you take it like crazy like that? You feel like you gotta have I chains think, and shit on? I mean, I think I'm one of the guys, not to toot my own horn, but I'm one of the guys that can like break the rules. Like I don't gotta like go by the rules. Yeah. Like some people created this type of lane for themselves where they gotta go by the rules. But I feel like the type of world I created and like my music and what I do, I don't have to like do what everybody else is doing. Yeah, and that's yeah. why I that's why I fuck with you, man. That's why I got you here, man. Yeah. So before we end this, man, I want you to shout out everything you got going on again. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? What you got coming out <laughs> right brother. now. You feel yeah. me? Like Tune you in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, all the shit that's coming right now. Tune in with the boy. Yeah. I got um since y'all forgot my new EP is going crazy. My new project, I got like consistent music dropping. My new clothing line, Peas and Cares International. Make sure y'all stay tuned for that. Check out my website, caseyveggie.com. Um, you know, NFT shit, all type of shit, man. We just gonna take over the world. You know, we doing real estate, we doing everything. We opening new businesses, businesses in the city, all that. Yes, sir, man. And thank you again for coming, man. I appreciate you. Like I said, real LA uh, staple, man. Like, you can't too. believe you're here. Don't you you feel too, me? bro. You're a, you a legend out here, man. For real. <laughs> Good what looking, you, man. What you did for the city and, you know, what you and Tiger was doing, everything, like all, your, all that stuff you did in your past is legendary for the city, too. So, yeah, good looking, man. Bro. We all putting on for LA. You know what I'm saying? For real, for real. So, yes, sir. That's what it's all about. All right, y'all. We gone. Yeah, West Hot.